Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton recording here in the middle of our living room with the one and only Christopher. Hello. Hello. Actually, you're really not the one and only. Wow. When you were born, I think the most popular name in the world was Christopher. Nope. No? That was 1983. Oh, you were born in 82? Yep. What was the most popular name then? I think Michael. Okay, because we know a lot of Christophers. We do. Yeah. Anyway, that's random. Thanks for making me feel special. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for noticing me. That's that's what I'm here for. You know what I started doing a couple weeks ago? Noticing me? No. Oh, ouch. That hurts too. <laughs> I started putting my name on the new podcast episodes as as your name. Oh, why are you putting Chris on there? <laughs> as I, your name. <laughs> I, I, for those of you that are listening, I wanted to make sure my last name was changed before baby was born. We got married, folks, in case they you know. didn't know. They know. They know. Nobody Surprise. came. <laughs> no one, nobody. Nobody knew. We didn't tell anybody until afterwards. The justice thought we were pathetic because there was no one that wanted to be there. What, what was, was that? that? <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that, but that was this monster dragging his bone across the coffee table. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Rue. That's hey, fantastic. Hey, uh, we have a prize today. Yeah, and we have a dog <laughs> that's now going to chew on a bone three feet away from us. This is, we moved, we started recording in the house. Because it's closer to the bathroom. <laughs> and I've got a, I, I've got a problem. <laughs> you know, it's totally me. But that means the dog. Anyway, yes, you know, we haven't given this away in a while. And it's not as popular as Sleep Plus, but it should be more popular. It should be. We're giving away a bottle of Mood Plus. Now, this is an all-natural adaptogen blend. If you have not heard my many podcast episodes on adaptogens, please listen to them. Mood Plus is basically a chill pill, an all-natural chill pill, right? Would you agree with that? Sure. It, the, the best way I can describe it is it takes the edge off that sense of like, oh, you know, just being aggravated, being frustrated, being quick to irritation, quick to anger, quick to sadness. It, it mellows you out without any kind of like brain fogginess or weird, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, big, big fan. And I feel like this is like a like a $60 or $70 product. Uh, I think so. Yeah. But we're giving it away today. We'll announce the winner at the end. And if you're curious, if you want to check it out, you can get 10 bucks off your first order by going to amare.com, A-M-A-R-E.com, and write down this code, 30968. It's only going to work once on your first order. Right. So make sure it's a good order. Right, right. We've been getting some questions about that. 30968. We'll save you 10 bucks. Mood Plus, we're giving it away at the end of the show. So listen all the way through because if you don't win, we use it. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got questions. Will you give them to me? I will. I'm ready. This first one looks like it's three questions. Oh. Why do we rush? Why did you yell that? <laughs> what are your tactics for slowing down? Like, how did you operate before versus how you operate now? See, that's three questions. It is three questions. That's you need okay. to build this person three times. Okay. The first one. Why do we rush? I don't know. To get I don't things know why. done. Huh? To get to the destination. We're, we're, we've become a, a society that is all about instant gratification. So the faster and we get something done. I think that there's become this sense for most people that productive is the only good mode and not being in pursuit of crossing something off the list is bad. However, this doesn't get you off the hook for your list. Just Dang. Just, I was like, woo, this show is for me. <laughs> no. Chris has a list. He's beholden to said list. It's a it's a honeydew before baby list. And it's two things done out of twenty. Get get to work. Anyway, why do we rush? I don't know why you rush. That is a very individual question. But I think a lot of people I grew up in a house where my mom even if she was sitting down to watch TV, she was folding laundry. She was balancing her checkbook. She was. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Cindy. <laughs> but she, but she was just. I saw this model of you always have to be productive. And look, to this day. I am a list person. I love to be productive. I use my change makers journal every day and I want to I want to get through the things, all of the things. However, what I think I overlooked for a really long time is the necessity and the benefit to recovery and restoration. We talked about this a couple of episodes, and I think this was actually a follow-up on the daily mindset upgrade that I sent out that was about how we can only push as hard as we recover. And so many people are just racing, 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 burnt out, and they think they can't slow down. But what they don't understand is that by not slowing down, you're not doing everything as well as you can. You're not making decisions as well as you can. You're not thinking as clearly as you can. We have to give ourselves that time. So why do we rush? I really don't know. What are your tactics for slowing down is the second question. So you can take note for your billing. Christopher, what are your tactics for slowing down? For me, I the Change Makers Journal came to be because my days for years prior to it were really about productive stuff for work and home, right? I operated for years with the list just being the stuff I had to do. Never was something fun or restorative or connecting on the list. Never was building stronger family bonds or anything like that on the list. Never was meditation on the list or going to bed early or anything like that. So my personal tactic for slowing down is why the Change Makers Journal exists because it helps me identify the kind of life I want to have and how I can help it show up even if only in a small way today. That might be 
having a slower morning and taking time to enjoy my coffee and enjoy breakfast before getting into work because I'll be honest, sometimes I'm working while I'm drinking my coffee, while I'm eating my breakfast, and that just doesn't, it doesn't feel as good. It doesn't set me up as well. Or sometimes on my list is leave the house, drive to the canal, go for a two-hour walk. Whereas a year ago, or maybe two or three, four or five, ten years ago, I would have viewed that as unproductive. It's actually highly productive. So my tactic for slowing down is being very intentional. Every day looks different, and I think a lot of folks want an answer that is the the coverall answer, the big picture strategy, but it is truly day by day. So if that's something you want to do, I would say check out the Changemakers Journal. In terms of how I operated before versus how I do now, I think I kind of touched on this as we went through the the answer. I used to get up a whole lot earlier, and I'm still a morning person. I love mornings. My brain is sharpest in the morning. So this isn't an argument for like sleeping till noon at all. But if I feel like my body needs rest, I'm not going to push myself to get up at 4.30, 5, 5.30. I'm going to sleep until I wake up naturally. I also try now to sleep later on the weekends when I can than I do during the week. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. And then mostly I would say I factor in other things. And like even today is a good example. We went out for breakfast and then afterwards, we just went randomly driving around looking at properties, houses we looked at before but didn't get new properties on the market because we both just really enjoy doing that. Previously, I would have felt like, oh, I need to get back and get to work. Like I already took a break to go out to breakfast. And today it was, uh, oh, I need to get back to the bathroom because I got to pee. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. But that's, that's what I would have to say about that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Why are you building a saltwater pool? What are the benefits of salt water? Well, for one, it tastes better. <laughs> than chlorinated water. <laughs> All right, also, don't drink salt water. <laughs> I know, seriously, <laughs> right? Um, neither one of them tastes good, to be perfectly honest with you. So, yeah, we are having a pool put in. It'll probably be ready by the time this episode airs. Yeah. And. Good chance of it. I knew that if we ever installed a pool, it would 100% be a saltwater pool. Oh, yeah. It used to be that almost all pools installed were chlorine pools. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is it's pretty easy to sanitize. They're cheap. Like the, the chemicals are cheap. The, the chemicals are very cheap, but it's also very easy to sanitize a chlorine pool. Dump more chlorine in Dump it. Dump more chlorine in it, yeah. But if you think about chlorine, you wouldn't opt to put it on your skin. Right. right. Nobody's going to make a, a skin product that's like ingredient one and two or chlorine. This because like a conversation we had this morning. We were talking about that this morning. <laughs> um, because we do get this question a lot yeah. from people we know, like, why salt water? But chlorine is something you want to keep off your skin. Mm. You know, like if your home's water has... You don't even want to get this stuff on your clothes. Why do you want to swim in it? <laughs> right. And your skin is your largest organ. I get the heebie-jeebies thinking of walking into a warm pool on a warm day when my pores open up and sucking in chlorine. Chlorine is bad for you. Yeah. It is fundamentally bad for you. And I think, look, if you're at a resort and you hop in the pool and it's a chlorinated pool. You're it's trash. Not, it's not, it's not, oh, is that, that's not where we're going <laughs> with that? That's not where we're going with that. <laughs> that's not something I would worry about, you know. But if it's something that's in my yard and I'm going to be in it on a regular basis, right. for sure it is going to be a saltwater pool. 
when we look at chlorine and chlorinated pools and chlorinated water, they can cause respiratory issues, skin issues, you name it. I mean, just Change Google. the color of your hair. Yeah, Google risks of chlorine consumption, chlorine exposure, chlorinated pools, and you're going to find a whole bunch of stuff. And especially, I mean, I care about it for me, but I especially care about it for our little people, yeah. for f- future kids and whatnot. Like, I don't want my child soaking in chlorine. I mean, there's there's pages upon pages of write-ups on, on how beneficial salt water is for Well, you. even you were saying this the other day, like, if you hurt your foot, soak it in salt water. No one says, go quick, grab a, grab a chlorine so- bath, then you can soak yourself. <laughs> no, but salt water is very therapeutic for oral rinses. In you know, salt Straight is a common ingredient skin. for skin. Yeah, so there are tons of benefits. And we're seeing a lot of people who have chlorinated pools switching over to saltwater pools. The other big benefit is... It's easier. It's cheaper. Yeah, it's not, easier to maintain. Not, ne- not cheaper to install, but easier and cheaper to maintain. Yep. Because you don't have as many chemicals. Right. So fundamentally, that's it. It is a more clean, wholesome, less toxic way to do your pool. There it is. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Our next question comes from someone saying, I have something I've been struggling with for a while. You ready to read? I feel like this is long. (sighs) (laughs) I'm in my early 40s and I'm very close with my parents. That's nice. I also have three brothers, which I love dearly. And although I know they feel the same, I've never felt like I fit in 100%. Hey, wait, pause. Do you feel like you fit in 100% with your brothers? Um, We're all different. I mean, I don't think... Any of us feels like we fit in perfectly with each other, but we're brothers. It doesn't really matter. Right. That was just I was just asking because we're not like, we're not all identical. We're not No 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 no. But like I feel this way all the time when I go to a family gathering. Like I don't fit in hundred percent. I'm a little different. I, and know, I, think I don't it's fit in at your family gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that way at yours too. Like I don't totally fit in. Nor do I. I, I wouldn't expect to no. though. Because we're all different. We have different ways. Anyway, yeah. I just I say that because I don't want somebody listening to think it's a problem if you yeah. don't fit in 100% anywhere. Even with my friends, yeah. we don't all fit in 100%. We are, it's our differences and our quirks that makes us great together. Yeah. So, okay, continue. I know there's more to this than that. Okay. Sometimes I leave family gatherings feeling sad because one of the boys will say something that makes me feel like I haven't lived up to their standards in some little way or some sort. And I'm a bit judged, like a black sheep. I know they wouldn't want me to feel that way. But I don't know how to get past this. My biggest fear is that when we no longer have my parents around, I'm going to be so lonely, like there's no place for me anymore. I'm terrified of losing any of them, to be honest, but I'm deeply afraid that when I lose my parents, I'll also lose the bridge to my brothers. What can I do to either strengthen relationships or increase my confidence when I feel this way? My family is everything to me, and I'm afraid I'll create a gap through my own insecurities. Any thoughts on this are greatly appreciated. I love, love, love that this person is acknowledging that it would be their insecurities that creates a gap, right? Because the fact is, when it comes to relationships, especially relationships with siblings, we don't have to fear drifting because we can influence it. We can control it. We can make an effort. We can reach out more. We can do all of those things. But I hear you that you're thinking you might not do that because of your insecurities. The fact that you know that is really powerful. So I would I would change it. So there was a post recently, um, and I think it was Taking Care of Babies who posted it. She's like a sleep coach 
kind of behavioral coach for, for infants and babies. But she basically said something along the lines of, move your butt, B-U-T, move your butt. And she said something like, I think her example was, I really want to have memories at the beach with my kids, but I don't really want to be seen in a bathing suit, certainly not in pictures. And her move your butt was, I don't really want to be seen in pictures in my bathing suit at the beach, but I really want to have great memories with my kids. Move your butt. So instead of, I really want to have these great relationships with my siblings, but I'm afraid my insecurities will get in the way, change it to, I have these insecurities with my brothers, but I really want to maintain my relationship with them. And then look at what can you do about it. If I were in your shoes, the first thing I would do is, is try to have a conversation. Like sometimes when you say things, the way I perceive it is, and make sure you're very clear with them, you know it's not necessarily what they're saying. It's how you interpret what they're saying. But I will add this caveat. Some people are going to just dismiss it and be like, oh my God, that's not what I mean. You know, some people might have a deeper conversation, but don't go in expecting them to be like, oh, no, you're amazing. They might just look at you and be like, come on, toughen up, you know, and that's and that's okay. That's okay. Especially when it comes to siblings, especially when it comes to male siblings too, to like gender stereotype a little bit. I mean, why not? It's it's totally true. Like my sister and I would have very different conversations than you would have with your brothers. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think just knowing that everybody has a different communication style and they might just be like, whatever. Or the other thing to keep in mind is it's okay if their standards are different than your standards. Absolutely. My standards are for sure different than my sister's. And, and, And likewise, if I could, if it would have merit for me to like redline her life here, cross it out. She should have done this instead. She should have done this instead. Like, I would certainly have opinions, but she would too. Mm-hmm. She absolutely would too. She could redline my life based on, and, and when I say redline, like kind of edit, like what changes she would make. That's not bad, right? Especially when it comes to your siblings, because you want what's best for them. Like there's not anybody in my family in general that I couldn't look inside their life and go, well, if they had done this differently, probably would have turned out a little bit better. If they had considered this or not done this, they'd probably be in a better place. It's all right if they don't love and, and endorse every decision that you've made. Starting from the place of it's totally fine. Not only is it totally fine, I expect them to have different views. I expect them to see things differently. I expect them to have a different take on my choices because they're a different person and they've had different experiences instead of being like, well, I'm the black sheep. No, just like you can look at their life and go, well, maybe if they had said this differently, done this differently, decided differently, gone a different way, be okay with that. Be okay with that. You are a hundred percent right that it's your own insecurity. And if you feel like it's debilitating, get professional help. I'm not a therapist. I don't play one on the internet. But if you are taking people's opinions, internalizing them, and using them a weapon against yourself, and and you don't feel like through perspective or mindset work, you're making progress, work with a professional. That's what I got to say about that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure your siblings love you. 
Yeah, but they're always gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Like my like with my family, you like my my family is a little different than Elizabeth's, where we'll throw barbs at each other, and Elizabeth gets really mad. I get she, defensive. She gets she gets upset. I am super protective when, of Chris when she hears them, and I'm like I'm like oh whatever, and she's like, well I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna tell him to leave, and I'm like, honey, it, it's okay. Like everyone takes things differently though. Like my family will be abrasive to each other, and it's kind of how we show each other we love each other. And in her family, they're sensitive and talk to each other nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we definitely... Maybe, maybe your siblings are like my family and you are like her family. But, but it's And that's okay either way. The Just conversations are great. Yeah. One of, my, one of my biggest things, I remember my sister saying this and I don't remember where it was, but it came up something she was like talking to somebody about me. It might have been on a podcast episode. I'm like freakishly defensive of people that I love. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's super routine. I've done this my whole life. He'll come back from somewhere and be like, were they nice to you? Like, yeah, they're my <laughs> best friends. <laughs> but I always ask that question. I really do. Anyway. She really does. Next question. I'm ready. How do I stop a habit? Like a nun's habit? Take it off. <laughs> I really, that was like so bad. That wasn't even funny. Take it off. <laughs> Anyway, how do you stop a habit? The biggest thing I think is knowing what new habit you want. A lot, a lot of people are just like, oh, I need to stop eating at night. Well, what do you want your evening routine to be? If you have clarity on that, then you can practice it just for tonight. Or you can say, okay, this is the new habit I would like to have. And it feels like 10 steps away from where I am, but I can take the first step tonight. It feels daunting when we don't have clarity about what we do want. Have super clear view, not just, well, I use the example of like snacking at night. Well, I want to stop snacking at night. Well, what do you want to not snack at night? No. What do you want the behavior to be? How do you want your evenings to go? If currently it's you're in the refrigerator every 15 minutes after dinner, what do you want it to be? And then either practice that today or practice a step towards it today and be really committed to that. I saw something just before we, we got on here and it was actually, it was about money, but it kind of made me think about this, this question when I heard it. It said, don't get caught up in the long term when it's the short term that needs to be focused on first, right? So don't try to think about how am I going to go the rest of the day without the rest of the, my life without snacking at night? Focus on what's the improvement I can make to that evening pattern tonight. So clarity and then practice. That's what I would say. Hmm. Is that all? Well, I mean, and journaling. And journaling helps. Especially journaling helps because it gets it out of your head. And I always use this example. If you feel stumped with a math problem in your head, but then you grab a pen and piece of paper, it's easier to figure out because you recruit more of your brain and different parts of your brain when things are in writing. And when we apply that to journaling, it's really powerful. So, I mean, the Changemakers Journal would really help with that. <sighs> there you go. There's your little Shame, cash. Shameless plug. Your, your <laughs> cash register sound. Okay. Final, final question today. Final. I would like to know what brought you to North Carolina and what part of North Carolina you lived in. So for everybody who thinks, wait, I thought you lived in Massachusetts. I do live in Massachusetts. This person's asking questions living in the past. No, no, no. Like, I think this person's from North Carolina. 
I used to live in North Carolina for about 16 years. I started college in Washington, D.C., and I was studying Latin and Greek. I was on a scholarship there, and I decided I wanted to study nutrition. There were not, at the time, a lot of nutrition programs on the East Coast, and I wanted to stay on the East Coast. So one of the options was North Carolina. So for my sophomore year of college, I moved down to North Carolina, and I stayed there until four years ago. I think so. Yeah, four years ago. I moved back up. Uh, After college, I got a job, and then I got married, and I got another job, and I stayed there until I separated from my first husband. So that is what brought me – oh, and what part did I live in? I lived in all over the central part of the state, so Greensboro, Winston, Jamestown, uh, Thomasville, Kernersville, all central North Carolina. Did I say Greensboro? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Greensboro, Winston, all of those areas. Basically, you lived in North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, it's very, very different. If you're coastal, if you're mountains, North Carolina is very, very different areas. So diverse and yeah, it's a great area. Excellent. Who won? We won. We have a winner. 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 Chicken dinner. Mood plus. At Kendra. Joe. Congratulations, Kendra. That's uh, Joe J O. No extra letters there. At Kendra Joe Helvey, you get one of my favorite things, one of my daily go-tos, Mood Plus. If you guys haven't listened to my episode on adaptogens, listen now. If you want to check it out, amari.com, A-M-A-R-E. And you can save 10 bucks on your first order if you use the code 30968. But you could also win something next week. Here's how you win. Super easy. Guys, try to win because every single Saturday we're giving something away. And these aren't like $2 freebies. These are $50, $60, $70, $100 products that we give away. Anyway, leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review of my book, Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. Or post on Facebook or Instagram an episode of this podcast that you're listening to, loving something you learned from it. Tag me so I see it. And you could win. Yes, you can. You can do it. You can do it. And you can do it, Miss Questioner, who has the brothers. You can do it, too. Yes. Kendra, email Christopher at primalpotential.com to claim your prize. Tell him you were the winner of Mood Plus for episode 869. And include your mailing address, and we will get it to you. Anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Everybody have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.